Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to Instant Insights Live. Today, we'll be talking about any financial questions that you have. Today, we do have a special guest with us as well. They use the astrologyhub.com for slash insight form to submit their question beforehand. So both Michelle and Cameron had a chance to look at their chart. We also had a little bit of a chat before the show started. So today is a, is a big one. <laughs> How are we feeling today, Michelle and Cameron? Wonderful. Really grateful to be here with you both. Nice. Yeah, I feel, I feel well. I've been like kind of on hiatus for most of this week, but I'm excited to be here with the community and everybody to talk a little bit because I haven't been using words over the last few days, so it's nice. I'm feeling that vibe. I don't know if it's this cancer new moon, but I'm like, I'm trying to like just go into my little cocoon. <laughs> and um, on uh, the topic of finances, actually, there's an episode with uh, Michelle that both uh, Michelle and I did uh, just last week. We recorded it and it's a two part episode coming out very soon. And some of some of you guys who might not get your answers today might really enjoy it. It's a, an episode on choosing profitable opportunities and how to look at it in your chart. I'm so excited for you guys to, to check that one out. Uh, it was one of my favorite episodes to do. Michelle is amazing. And of course, if you guys would like to book a reading with either Michelle or Cameron, the link to do that is astrologyhub.com forward slash connect. And if you would like to send us a question, like I said, the link is astrologyhub.com forward slash uh, insight. All right. So with all of that out of the way, I would like to get started with a question that came in from Stargazer. Hello, my name is Stargazer. I have a question for the cast. I'm wondering if I will receive a favorable outcome for a financial legal lawsuit that I'm involved in for a personal injury case. The accident was April 28th, 2021. I've had to have four surgeries. The case is still pending. And I'm just hoping for some guidance. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. All right. So who would like to get us started? Cameron? So there's a lot of different things that I did here, just like exploring the nature of the question. And so one thing that I'm about to say might feel a little complex over people's heads. And so my invitation to you, if it is, don't listen or just listen to the words that I'm saying, maybe write them down and go study more later. The first thing that I did was look at uh, what rules money for the second part of life. And so I used a triplicity Lord technique. It's Mercury ruling this money for the second part of life. And so specifically in the ninth house. And so something about like lawsuits or like having to do with money, like is going to have to do with the second part of life, even though Mercury's ruling the second house in general when it comes to money. So that was something that I like kind of like put that in my back pocket to see what was going to be going on. I also looked at what was going on the past few years before that to look where Mercury was doing. And Mercury in the solar return chart for 2020 was in the eighth house of surgery in its fall conjunct the south node. And then when I went to the chart for 2021, Mercury was in Sagittarius again in the eighth house in its detriment. So money again going to surgery. And then I came to the last solar return and the Mercury's in the ninth house of lawsuits and stuff like that. And also the ascendant for this year is in the ninth house and Venus is conjunct the ascendant. So these are just a few of the things that I did. But in my assessment, 
there will be like some strong change that happens within the next few months. And it will end up being that uh, the money and the native or stargazer are coming together. So that was very technical, but that's all what I have to share right now. There was a lot of other stuff, but that's what I'll share for now. Nice. Um, is there anything that you'd like to add, Michelle? Yes, absolutely. I love looking at charts in order to give us a perspective of what was happening at the present moment. And so when I took a look at your charts, Stargazer, along with the chart of the accident itself, um, the accident happened at a time when Saturn was exactly conjunct your Chiron, square to your ascendant and also square to Uranus, which was transiting your south node. And that, of course, is a, you know, a strong signature of um, accidents. Uranus can correspond to that. But then I thought, oh, well, what Saturn, this is long-term rehabilitation, Chiron to a wound uh, injury that's caused, and you're looking for a resolution of personal injury. And we would look for that resources coming in into the eighth house, um, which is, you know, also in your chart, Jupiter ruled house. And when I think about things that take a long time to resolve themselves, for me, it's important to consider what might be in the way. This was one of my curiosities in terms of what's slowing down or blocking both your healing experience and the resolution of the financial piece. But that made me want to look at the retrogrades because retrogrades are usually intensified periods of soul evolution or periods of time where the problems of our life so here the problem might be the injury, the accident, the delay, are forced into situations of resolution. And that was your question, is, is my financial issue going to be resolved? And what's interesting to me is Venus is the ruler of your ascendant. She was present with Uranus in the first house at the time of your accident. She will be stationing for her retrograde on your natal moon in Leo in the coming weeks. And then Jupiter, who's the ruler of your eighth house, who will be also moving through the sign of Taurus, the same place where Venus was at the time of your accident. In fact, at the same degree of where Uranus was at the time of your accident will also be coming through in the in the transits three times because of a retrograde cycle. Venus was squaring Uranus in your chart. Jupiter now is going to be squaring Uranus is today, in fact. Today's the first of the exact squares to Uranus. So this to me, indicates that the process itself of resolution for this accident is underway. You have um, Mars currently transiting your natal moon, and I understand that you just had another surgery. That makes sense. Mars is moving towards your Pluto. 
obviously these surgeries and the accident and the crisis itself is a deeper part of your own soul evolution. It, it's, you know, it behooves me to say whatever is happening in terms of this resolution, whether you get the money or not, on a soul level, you're growing in, and healing. And the story of Chiron in particular is an interesting one because, you know, Chiron became a master. And here you had Saturn on your Chiron in the 10th house. And I wonder, you know, how this has affected your career or, and I'm sure it has because anyone who has, you know, health challenges or limitations has, you know, has to, we have to prioritize our healing in order to be able to return to a sense of receiving resources. And I hope for your sake that this does resolve in you receiving the resources. One of the things that I notice is that Jupiter is going to go back and forth over your ascendant, squaring your Uranus three, you know, three times. And Venus doing the same thing over your moon. To me, this indicates a deeper resolution that also leads you to feeling more wholeness in yourself and more self-love and more um, connection to the lessons that you've learned as a result of this accident. So I hope for your sake that you also receive the blessings of Jupiter and the resources to support you in whatever growth you're going through right now. Nice. Thank you so much, guys. Let's bring a Stargazer on so we can have a little chat. How did that resonate, Stargazer? It's hopeful. <laughs> That's what I was looking for was some hope. When I had, I think it was in 2015, I had a triple cervical, I mean, uh, lumbar fusion. At the time, I had been a massage therapist for 15 years, having left a corporate finance job to save my soul. Mm -hmm. And it was shock. It was shattering to realize as a single mom that all of a sudden I had to figure something out. And luckily, my chart does have resourcefulness. And I always look at I have enough of what I need. And in one blessing, this whole time of basically not being able to work is I feel like I've had the gift of being able to explore my soul, mm -hmm. which um, when I was, you know, working three jobs and as a single mom and in working 80 hours a week in corporate finance, I just couldn't. So it's mm -hmm. like, okay, there's been a trade-off. But, you know, I'm hoping to have grandchildren soon, and I just want to be able to be physically present. It looks hopeful for to me, for sure. Even yeah. the second house in your air solar return chart for this year has Saturn and Aquarius strong in the 11th house of hopes, dreams, and wishes. So it kind of like yeah. even feels like that like vibe that you're talking about, you know? And also Jupiter is in a nicer place, which had to do with like all the surgeries from before. And now it's in, like in the solar return chart, it's in Pisces. Whereas before it was in the Saturn ruled signs, which was in the house of surgery as well. So without doubt, things are turning for a more positive uh, experience. I've always felt that resilience was my superpower. <laughs> and with the, with the resolutions of things, especially with retrogrades, it's important to keep in mind that what might seem like it's a breakdown 
or it's not working or a missed thing is an actual course correction or a resolution or a fix. And so it's like if the paperwork was delayed or the thing didn't go through or you get a response that you have to do something again, it's because there's some deeper thing that needs to be fixed in order for it to be resolved. And if you see this time, especially as just like really your own soul's resolution towards greater self-reliance and stability, but also resources matching you and taking all the lessons that you've had and making them become growth and, you know, peace of mind and stability, then whatever the outcome is, it will naturally benefit you. Like I can see it just bringing more blessings into your life no matter what. So, Well, they keep saying, the lawyer keeps saying, nothing's going to get resolved until the surgeries are over. So until the healing's kind of done to a point where they can assess any mm. kind of permanent issue, it's going to just be ongoing. In the meantime, I'm just hanging on. <laughs> yeah. And that makes sense too. Cause I even like I was saying, like I did do like a horary chart for it as well. And so it has you as Mercury and then it has Venus as like the, the lawsuit as well as the money and the finances in the Venus is like still slowing down to go backwards. And then it has you being Mercury and then soon y'all are coming together. Even though it looks like right now, like Jupiter's actually Jupiter's representing the other other people in the lawsuit and like Venus is closer to them in this moment. But as Venus starts to go backwards, Mercury passes that Jupiter. So it touches that Jupiter and exchanges something with that Jupiter, but then it also goes and connects with the money and the finances in the chart and having to do with the lawsuit in the chart as well. Um, well Mercury makes sense because they need information mm-hmm. and they can't, get, they can't get information about disability or whatever until everything's resolved and they're yeah and interestingly enough mercury will be retrograde in virgo the next time it's retrograde and the last time it was retrograde in taurus so all these retrograde periods are deeply personal to your resolution you know in terms of their placements and and how they're working with your chart how Thanks. how did that feel stargazer do you feel like you're you're solid you have an understanding of um, how to move forward from your own well, it's been it's definitely helpful to see a map forward where I can not give up and not lose my hope. And my biggest job is trying to get better physically, mm-hmm. but it takes a toll mentally. Yeah, you do you do need like more assistance with that process, especially depending on like the physical therapist that you're working with. Feel free to reach out and let me know too, because a lot of times there's like very simple things that we can be doing that can help us cultivate like recovery and restoration that just a lot of like, I guess we could say conventional licensed physicians, they they don't even know about it because they weren't taught it, right? So feel free to reach out. Thank you so much. I appreciate your guidance. I'll reach out. Sweet. With that, we have another question saved up. Work in progress asks, Please, please, please tell me when this monetary famine will end for me. It was a novel in the beginning, but now I'm ready for abundance. So who would like to get us started with that one? I'm happy to 
jump in. So work in progress. Oh, I'm so curious too, because I love that concept of being a work in progress. And when I look at your chart, I can see, you know, you're an incredibly resilient soul with a lot of capacity for taking care of things. And part of what I notice is that sometimes we can't see the blessings that are ours to take. And this is a particularly interesting time for you because you might be ready for abundance and have all the, you know, desire for it. But there's something that is really being called for, for you to slow down and actually recognize something much deeper. And I'm curious about what the situation has been that you've been in a in a famine. You know, it's not just um, that there there's probably a lot of economic challenges in the world right now. And but there are many people who even in the face of economic challenges thrive. And there are times in our life where we might go through a dark and narrow passage of not really seeing blessings or resources or having money or feeling like, and and it sounds like you embraced that as a way of like holding yourself through a narrow passage. And I would say you're close to the end. You're so close to the end that if I were at the end of this particular journey, I might start asking myself what I'm going to do with the resources that I will receive. What am I going to do with the opportunities that I will receive? And as I'm asking that, I would say, where does your creative desire live? Because that's the number one place that I would start putting my attention right now. Prayers are great. Manifestation techniques or, you know, are all really wonderful, but they they don't meet reality until we meet it with our action. And Mars is moving into your fifth house, into the house of creativity, while Venus is going retrograde. So that, to me, speaks to deeper opportunities that'll come from within you, but nothing can be actualized in the world in terms of money to be made, resources to be had, things to do until we actually take specific action. And the more focused your action is, the more clear your action is, the the better. Not without an openness to an attachment. So I'm remembering a time in my life I had nothing basically and every single morning I got up and I made a list of this is my business plan for the day. This is what I'm going to do. And I just did things. I just took action to make connections, to meet people, to put myself out there. And I did things free. And then I got a message from spirit like, okay, you need to learn how to live freely and live without any debt. So I got super good at finding things and sourcing things free or almost free. I lived through famine, like physically, and I got 
super aware of how deeply and important nourishment was to my being. Like the taking both the lessons and the action and using this time to integrate and complete this cycle because all your suffering and all your struggle has to come to an end and you are the one who's going to say, I'm actually done with suffering. I'm actually done with poverty. I've completed this cycle and I'm going to do the thing. But it's like doing the things every day that nobody sees that are the most important, you know, like brushing your teeth. And, you know, these are things that no one's going to pat you on the back for doing them. But the very fact that you do them is what sets in motion exactly what brings in the resources, the opportunities, and the abundance that you're asking for. Nice. And I wonder how that's resonating for work in progress. I know that they sent in another comment saying my my income dropped and I lost everything in 2008. I did mm-hmm. embrace it and went within. So it, it sounds like they're, yeah. they're doing their work. <laughs> right, I know. And it's been a long time since 2008. You know, a lot of people lost everything in 2008. So mm-hmm. one of the things to be clear about is that this chapter is ending in your life. And, you know, if there's something that you can do in terms of some ritual or we have a new moon coming up in cancer just in a few days here. And what I would what I would recommend is really going within and seeing where the stories in my life about struggle, about suffering, who are the family members who also struggled and suffered like this? Where does this actually show up in my family lineage that I can say, I am done with this. I cut ties with that past. I release that. I release the devastation. I, you know, all Pluto opposite all of this, you know, in Capricorn, the structures of our lives have been completely demolished since 2008. That is important and it is necessary. And the rebuilding is coming. It's happening from within. And you've already done that inner work, which is incredibly beautiful. But the the last piece is recognizing the family lines that this came through, the struggle and the suffering that is become a part of our the trauma in our tissues, the way that we're relating to our our opportunities. You know, there's two perspectives um, in financial advising, and then I'll wrap this thought up. One is that most people think that whatever has happened will continue to happen, and the opposite is generally true. So when that comes to the stock market, a lot of people, if the market's been going up, they continue to assume it'll be going up and they're devastated when it fails. And the reverse is usually true. When things have been going down, when we're sort of like in diminishing economic places, that's generally where the the reverse is going to begin. And so, you know, if you've been at a financial bottom since 2008, you can be assured that the shift is coming and it's a matter of really orienting yourself to that perspective from here on out. And, and that's so true. It's like, even like the whole astrology wheel kind of shows that, like that, the ups and downs of life. <laughs> like it won't ever just stay the same forever. So 
Thank you yeah. so much, Michelle. All right, so we're almost coming to time. So we will only have time to take one more question. But I would just like to rem to remind you guys that we also do have a quarterly financial webinar going on right now with uh, Mitchell Scott Lewis. And he actually does talk about the market crashes in 2008. And he kind of like breaks down the whole history from then, even before that, and how that affects the present. So if that's something that you're curious about, um, quarter three is out right now, and there's one more quarter coming up very soon. And the link to access that is astrologyhub.com forward slash Q3. Um, it's astrologyhub.com forward slash Q, the letter Q and the number three. So go check it out, guys. All right. So this next question came from Chris Jr. And they say, hello. I was wondering what would be the best career for me to make the most money in my life. And they also send us uh, their birth information. Um, Cameron, would you like to get us started with that one? Yeah, I, I can answer this in the way that I can answer it right now, because honestly, to me, I don't like taking the natal chart and then telling someone what they're going to do for their whole life, because there's so many ups and downs, lefts and rights and things like that. And so the way I've been taught to like assess career is not one way linear. So what I can say is for this year is it looks really, really good in your solar return chart. That's what I can say. And so this year, your midheaven is in Taurus in the 10th house. And during your solar return chart, you had Venus conjunct the midheaven. And you also had Venus in a, in a sextile in Pisces with that Venus. Specifically this year, Neptune is going over top of that Venus too. So maybe something having to do with like the creative arts, like photography, or just anything really creative, cinematography, things like that could be a lot for you this year. And that could be something that you look towards in general. But that's all I can really say right now, because I like going over like people's lives and seeing where they're at right now and help them pick what is best for them moving forward from that perspective with more information rather than looking at a chart and then projecting onto someone's reality. Because I've seen these things manifest in so many different ways. That's the way I like to practice my astrology when it comes to career. So I hope that's helpful. Yeah, of course. And Chris, if you would like to add some more context to your question, uh, we can see your comments. So please leave a comment in the chat and we can put it up as well. But Michelle, do you have anything that you'd like to add to that question? I mean, from the chart that I have for Chris, it's a Taurus midheaven. And his eighth house has a new moon in Aries. So I would imagine that if you are really looking to make the most money in your life, dealing with finances, real estate, investment properties, where you're essentially working with other people's resources and other people's money would be an ideal career path. There's so many different ways that we can be working with it doesn't have to be investment real estate. It could be, you know, investment vehicles. It could be any kind of resource where you're working with other people and other people's resources expand the capacity that you have to do what you do to make money. And so even if that's you're an entrepreneur or you work in a for a finance company or a fintech company, you also have that 10th house Gemini 10th house. So communication and really developing relationships where your in your instinct, which is to initiate relationship and your 
way of being savvy with words and connection and, you know, allows you to develop yourself. And if there's any sort of lack of confidence in yourself, this would be the year in particular to learn and as much as you can and develop the skills that you would want to have. You know, one of the things I did when I was a financial advisor, I, in order to leave my career and make a leap to working with a lot more money and a lot more resources, I went out and I found the people who were doing what I wanted to be doing and the best at what, at the industry that I wanted to be in. And I went up to the guy at a conference and I introduced myself and I said, you know, hi, I'm Michelle and I love what you do. And, you know, would you be my mentor? And he was like, nobody's ever done that. But the only way I could imagine you being my mentor or or mentoring you is if, uh, you know, you worked for me. And I was like, great, let's talk about that. And that led me to a job interview with them and then ultimately to joining the company as an apprentice and cutting my teeth. But the fact of having to cut my teeth and like learn everything from scratch really made me the best advisor in the company. And by the time I left that work, I had more clients than anyone else and managed more assets than I had ever done. I mean, like I really use the... um you know, using the resources of other people's resources. So I hope that answers your question, Chris. Best of luck to you as you work really hard in this life to achieve your dreams. Also, in 2025, like you won't even have to worry about it. That's when things will start to get way more clear. 2025, it's a good year. I wish I had that year year when I was 25. Yeah, 25 is like really attractive, like maybe a once in a lifetime type of year. I keep seeing clients where like 2025 just seems to be like this year where a lot of things open up. I don't know what's up with 2025, but it's looking kind of nice. <laughs> I have a hard time looking beyond the present. <laughs> That's good. That's good sometimes though. <laughs> to project too much into the, the future sometimes can be like a, a canned anxiety. <laughs> um, all right, guys, if you didn't get your questions answered, of course, you can book a reading with Michelle and you can book a reading with Cameron as well, astrologyhub.com forward slash connect. And if you would like to send us a question, you will see the link walking across the screen right now. It's astrologyhub.com forward slash insights. And that's, of course, the best way to get your question answered and to also gain a chance to be featured in the show and have a chat like a stargazer had today with Michelle and Cameron. Next week, I believe we'll be talking with Jamie and Taylor. So If you have a question that you're just dying to ask, leave us a comment and let us know what kind of topic you'd like to see next on Instant Insights Live. But with that, oh, and I also forgot the Venus Retrograde is coming up very soon. So Astrologer Connect will also be running 15% off promotion to help you guys get all your Venus Retrograde questions answered. So if you are part of our newsletter, it's astrologyhub.com forward slash insider you will be the first to know when those deals come out. But with that, I think that is all for today. I'll see you next week. And thank you so much for joining us today. Bye. 
This podcast is presented by Astrology Hub. You can learn more and find all of our shows at astrologyhub.com slash podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate, review, and hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you can stay up to date on the latest episodes and help more people find the wisdom of astrology. Thank you for taking the time to do this now. Thank you for being a part of our community and for making astrology a part of your life.